time for the Film Crickets with Jay Fortier and Chris Marno. On this week's episode, for the first time ever in Film Cricket history, they'll be doing it live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! <laughs> I can drive right in and we'll do it live! Jay and Chris will be on YouTube Live reviewing the 1995 neo-noir mystery thriller film, The Usual Suspects. Does it stand the test of time? Let's find out your Film Crickets are on now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another madcap and interesting episode of the Film Crickets. I'm co-host Chris Martineau, along with my lifelong friend, Jay Fortier. Hello, Jason. Hey, man. Uh, wow. Hey, what's up? Hey, man. Yeah, let's count how many things are wrong with that intro. Well, no, I told, right, so- him, I told him he could add that. Not the, I know, I know. Not the Bill so O'Reilly, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, I like that. The no, Bill O'Reilly's no, funny. funny. I love that I know, one. I'm just joking. Oh, he's such an ass asshole. Um, no, it just... YouTube live, no, not really Facebook live, and no, we're not live because we tried, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. No, it's like um, you know what I mean. Like they're like, all you have to do is do this, click it, yeah, yeah. You're like, you know what I mean. So yep. like, and maybe I misread something, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, I got to do. We have to record a show. So, Jason, we just have to face it that as savvy as we try to be, we're two old farts, and we don't have. There are oh, about I'm a not. zillion. There's a zillion millennials out there going, what the fuck are they doing? Why not just do this instead? All you have to do is Or are they supposed it. to hit this button? Yeah. yeah. All you have to do is, uh, you know, tape it to your thing and says, and then it's like, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. You know? I was supposed to nab and nab but I made a nab instead. <laughs> right. Oh, Jesus like, Christ. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't speak gibberish. No, I know. But no. You so, you're welcome. All right. So the movie that we did, it's The Usual Suspects. Yep. Um, which neither of us have seen. Right. So we're going to skip that whole part of it. it and I got to say, like, this is one of those movies that I should have seen. Like, I get a lot of shit from people when, you know, I say at work, oh, I'm a movie buff and I know a lot about movies. And then I'll say, have you seen The Godfather? I'm like, no. Uh, just, I just, I know. And there's a thousand people screaming at me, hopefully. Uh, it's one of those things. I'm like, I mean to watch it and then I forget and then I go watch something else. Well, um, there's something about this one. You ready? Want to hear about it? Go ahead. That's the hype train that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard for the last like 20 something yep. years on yep. this movie. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that got into the zeitgeist and anybody who like thought they think they know movies are always talking about usual suspects. And, and that's not, I don't think that's uh I don't think that's ill-suited. I don't know if that's the right word, but like it certainly deserves some cred. And, I, but yeah, I, I have I have a hot take on this. All right, well, well we'll wait on that. We'll wait on that. On the hot take? Oh no, you you want to do that now or after? Oh well, all right. You want to do the IMD uh, IMDb yes rundown, right? And so, then um, then I'll do my hot take on it. All right, that's cool. So again, um, Usual Suspects, man. So I, I just feel bad that I've never seen this movie. And before we get into it, and I'm going to do the IMDb rundown in a moment, I will say that I've seen enough film documentaries or read enough film books to think I have seen The Usual Suspects because I've read a lot about it. Mm-hmm. And I've read a lot about Brian Singer and Chris McQuarrie and all the actors that are in it. And I did know the twist. I did not. But it's hard to avoid I figured it out early. Oh, good for you. All right. Like mid, so anyways. mid through the movie, I'm going, it's Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. And, and by the way, no, I don't care. The whole yeah. thing's a spoiler. Um, yeah. It's funny, though. At the end, when they're showing you something else, I'm like, nah, he's, he's weaving his tail. It's, it's, it's him. 
And nobody was with me, so I can't prove it. Yeah, but yeah. I, but like, have I ever like you know been bullshit about anything like that? You know no, what I mean? Like, you know, so no. it's like halfway no. through, I'm going, "Hat, no, it's Kevin Space. He's the Kevin's most unassuming face. guy." Mm-hmm. It's like, kind of yeah. That's the part <laughs> like, of it. It's like, all right. So, anyways, so let's get into it. The Usual Suspects came out in 1995 in the middle of kind of that mid 90s film noir hype with uh, you know Pulp Fiction and all those movies. Um, rated R coming in at an hour and 46 minutes. And the one sentence breakdown, Jason. Yeah, I do. I, I, hit have it. Some, I have something for you. You ready? Go ahead. Pre-recorded today earlier. It's time now for the one sentence synopsis from the IMDb. A soul survivor tells of the twisty events leading up to a horrific gun battle on a boat, which began when five criminals met on a seemingly random police lineup. The film crickets are on now. I hope you will be lucky and I hope you enjoy the show. Well, unfortunately, Edward, <laughs> we were not lucky. We're not that lucky. That's we all right. We didn't uh, get things live. That was Elaine and Edward. <laughs> all right. Elaine is the, uh, she started things off and Edward took over for the one t- sentence uh, <laughs> review. That's that's fantastic. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I like the fact that you got your, your children to say horrific gun battle. Yeah, well, uh, that's the best the, part is it's a seven-year-old that said the horrific gun yeah, battle. I love horrific it. gun battle. <laughs> um, wow. So uh, that pretty much sums it up. I mean, I don't know what else to say about this movie except... It is trying to confuse you on purpose, and it is the uh, typical kind of red herring movie through the entire thing. Uh, okay. We're directed by Brian Singer, mm-hmm. write, written by Chris McQuarrie. We are starring Kevin Spacey as Verbal, Gabriel Byrne as Keaton, Chaz Palminteri uh, as Dave Cujan, Stephen Baldwin as McManus, Benicio Del Toro, who is my favorite character, as Fenster, Kevin Pollack, who is hysterical, as Hockney, they've got Pete Postlewhite as, and we got to talk about Kobayashi. <laughs> Later, because again, I knew a lot about this movie. And I know everything about this movie. I got Susie Amos, Giancarlo Esposito, a very young Giancarlo Esposito. We know him from uh, The Mandalorian, but yet an older Dan Hadaya, who is uh, Carla's wife, uh, Carla's husband on Cheers. And I just have to bring up an uncredited. There's no picture on this one, but Philippe Simon as Fortier. That's right, Fortier. And somewhere in this movie, Clark Craig who uh, is on uh, Agents, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, plays Dr. Walters, but I do not recall him at all. Uh, so that is the uh, the cast of of Usual Suspects, and, and part of the point, kind of a murderer's row of, of actors. Sorry about that, but um, that's a deal. So anyway, so Jason, you said you have, you have a hot take. Mm. So all go right, ahead, so- Jay. This will be hot for the people who have, or are fans of our show. Okay. Um, people who have heard all of the episodes and know some of our history. <laughs> who are those poor souls? Oh my yeah. God. Yowza. Well, I'm going to say yeah. that I think that this movie. Oh, it's done drinking. <laughs> I What's don't that? Want you, I, just, I, I don't want you to drink. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, no not that it's funny, but you might think it yeah. is. I okay. think that this movie is the Blade Runner of crime films oh boy oh no oh oh really that's a hot take why i think it's really it took a long ass time to get to anything like like actiony or anything okay it's like dialogue 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 Mm -hmm. dialogue dialogue 
Oh, mm-hmm. you know that thing with the cops that we do when we break up the, uh, it, you know, the, what do they call it? Million dollar cab or whatever. Um, cab oh, the, um, the uh, yeah, New York, New York's finest cab company. Okay. That was like 20 minutes in. Mm-hmm. That was like the most thing, like the most action that that happened, and maybe it's not an yeah. action film, but Jesus Christ, it took forever, <laughs> like uh, to get to this point. And I'm like, you know what I mean? And and it could have been because everybody raved about this film for so long yeah. that okay. I was like, all right, yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was, you know, I mean, the acting was good. I'm not knocking it down. I'm not knocking, you know, some of the story. You can knock it. You, no, you, but that's just how you like, feel. That's no, fine. but it's just like, oh. yeah. I was just waiting, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like here it comes. And then finally, when that thing happened, not mm-hmm. a lot happened after that for a while. Right. Yeah. And it's a it lot just, of intro. Yeah, I guess. But it's, a, but it's a noir, right? It, it says, well, it, I, no, I don't, I, I don't. And what well, is, what is Blade Runner? It's a noir. Okay, I'll give you that. It's a right. sci-fi noir. Good for you. All right. All right. All right. All right. Except with, I, this isn't going to turn into the Blade podcast, but. Except with Blade Runner, I mean, it was so boring and seemingly having, uh, and I know it's, if anybody listens to this, I, <laughs> like everybody loves Blade Runner but us. Perhaps we should Christ. be lucky it's not live. Yeah, I know. Because no, we'd no, be getting right? all these visitors. Oh, my God. Um, Blade Runner seemingly just has like, I don't know, like we've already talked about how disconnected the entire movie is and how much I don't care well, all right, let's look at it this way. Like, I don't care if Harrison Ford was a replicant or not. Like, and I, if we never found out, it would be fine because I was just glad the movie was kind of over. Um, so I'll give you that. My trouble with this movie, and I don't really have a lot of trouble with this movie. I think it's written really well. It isn't noir, but it's not. So noirs, my point is my noirs aren't supposed to have a lot of action. It's just supposed to be all emotion it's all supposed to be like very brooding it's a very brooding movie you're always waiting for something to happen to your point you're always waiting for something to happen and then it does the 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 way that they get around that and they try to make it a little more interesting than other noirs like casablanca which i guess this movie was you know casablanca that's where they come up round up the usual suspects and la confidential 1991 film noir also with kevin spacey not a lot of action, a lot of brooding, a lot of emotion, right? But that's about it. I think we found our thing. <laughs> what I yeah. what, what I probably don't want you people don't want me to see these things apparently. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> if right. they like them, they probably don't want my my take. Right. So I I I think this this movie I'm wondering if anybody ever tried to put it on stage. I mean, granted you can't do the boat gunfight, but there's so much of this is just like Ch- Chaz Palantari is so good. And the cat and mouse game that he thinks he's playing with Verbal is astonishing to watch because at times Verbal seems like he has it together and that he's a badass. And at other times he seems like he's meek, stupid and cowardly. And Chaz Palminteri, um, who is interrogating him because he's like trying to get to this corrupt cop, Keaton, I believe. Is that his last name? Keaton? Gabriel Byrne. Um, you know, Ke- Keaton. Yeah. And so he's trying to, he's trying to like shake him down, but he's, he really also doesn't have a leg to stand on. He's just trying to get the guy to crack and they kind of go through their own dynamic quite a bit, but you know, I, I don't. So, so anyway, so, so let's get into the, let's get into the movie here. First of all, first of all, gotta say something. I never thought I would like William Baldwin in anything. 
Does William or Steven? Steven. Whatever. He's creepy looking. I, and I, he's always been, in my mind, a shitty actor. He kind of does okay. Not going to lie. I don't think they're asking him to do a lot. He did but top his, billing. I know. That's the other thing. I looked at. Why is he top billing? Well, and my guess is maybe Kevin Spacey wasn't as big yet. Uh, bigger than Stephen Baldwin, I would think. Well, I but mean, it, I don't know. I, I, that's my guess. Like, uh, yeah, uh, no, Benicio no, del, I, del Toro wasn't as big yet. No, I'll give you that. I understand he's. this is kind of like his one of his first roles, but Kevin Spacey. See, I, know, I never saw L.A. Confidential, so. Oh, I didn't either. I mean, I guess I just I'm going to rush now. now no, you, yeah, I know. It's you, a noir. You branded it with a noir. Yeah, you might uh, want to go see it. Uh, no, so, I mean, maybe people look at me as shallow, uh, like, you know, after, no. I, after I think like this, but. No. It's just, no, I you, don't know, man. Like, it's like. Um, I, some people talk about Karate Kid, and Karate Kid takes a long time to get to the fact of the point that Mr. Miyagi is the you know guy who knows karate that's going to help him yeah. out. Like it takes a while mm-hmm. for that to happen. But sure, there's a lot that's happening that leads up to that. Right. So you know what I mean? Like they they wouldn't normally accept a script that mm-hmm. was made like that. I guess they they were saying once, like you know now, yeah, like today they wouldn't accept it in that like form or whatever. Are we I talking mean, about no, Karate Kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, but I'm, right. I'm comparing it because, like, you know, like, at least a lot of stuff happened prior to the big, like, you know, like, point of the film. Mm-hmm. You know, like, where this, I just thought was just, like, really a lot of chit-chat for a long time. Well, and, well, and, and I'm not saying I can't take talking, but, yeah. like, because there's a lot of talking in Clerks, but I'm thoroughly entertained. Yeah. Even though it's for nothing. Does, sure. that, does that make sense? Oh, absolutely! No, I understand. Like they're not—it's pointless, but it's just—I'm—I'm entertained throughout because it just—they keep me going. Well, that the setup of the movie is that you see the conclusion up front, and then the rest of the movie is told in flashback, and so there—that's the tough part—is that you know what the outcome is, Hmm. and we're just trying to piece together all the stuff that leads up to the outcome. So we see the outcome of the exploded ship, which you think is just one ship, but is really two ships. Like one ship's blown up, but the other one is where they're going to go kill a bunch of people on it. So there's, so they're constantly redirecting you in the movie. And they're supposed to, while it's confusing and it's chatty, they're trying to keep you, in my opinion, they're trying to keep you off base of what is actually going on. They're trying to make the viewer put the pieces together like Chaz Palm and Terry. You know what I mean? And going with these little bits of information and why these people are doing things. And in that regard, I found it a little dense and hard to follow at times. And I don't, maybe I, I think I'm smarter than this, but I, I kept going, wait a minute. What, 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 where am I right now? You know, and I, and that was a little off putting, but I kind of liked it because the, the movie doesn't assume, and it's a big thing with me, it doesn't assume I'm stupid and I need to have things like, fed to me like oh oh here's what's actually what's going on right because it's a noir and it's a mystery in real time mm-hmm. but you're right there isn't a lot of there isn't a lot of stuff going on um and again why why there's so many actors in this i wanted to call somebody else so so stephen baldwin looks like alec baldwin mm-hmm. um wh- we got gabriel byrne i kept wanting to think he was alfred molina he doesn't look like alec to the point of where you're confused no but it's still a baldwin mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and why Kevin Pollack? I love him. God, God damn! Like Kevin Pollack, like I, I think he's very underrated. No, oh, as an actor and as a comic, he's mm-hmm. he can kind of get to you, and he's everybody's got this New York edge to it. 
which is kind of neat. Um, but so let's go, let's go through the characters here. So we've got, we've got Gabriel Byrne, who's playing an ex crooked cop who maybe is trying to go straight, but isn't. And he kind of gets roped into more crime. I don't know how you get roped into more crime, but whatever they, I, it seemingly to me, they convince him to do a crime just cause and like, is, is that basically your idea? Like, like he, they, they pull him, the, the cops pull him in for a crime he wasn't really involved in, or was he involved in that crime? The first one. I don't know. That's something, right? Yeah. So they just, pull there's a lot in of these, details that were just like, you know. Yeah. So they, they pull him in for this crime and he, they convince him, these five guys, to do another gig just because they should do more crime. All right. Well, fine. They got to get the ball rolling somehow. Um, so we meet him. We meet Stephen Baldwin, who is just, he works with Benicio del Toro. I forgot what his name is. Hold on. Begins with an F. Fenster. 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 He's the best. He so he and Fenster are always kind of always work together. And Stephen Baldwin's cutthroat. Fenster is the best because you can't understand what he's saying at any time. He mumbles. Right. And he mumbles in an accent. And it's on purpose. Like we're not supposed to understand what he's saying. Like when I was looking at the at the IMDB or the Wikipedia on this, and he on purpose made an accent that no one would understand, and o- basically only Stephen Baldwin would understand ever what he's saying. And it's, which it's, is genius. It's also cool. I loved his um, like his voice made it better. Yeah, you know, like that yeah. voice that he has, that smoky yep. voice that he's got. But makes, it's high. You have, it's no, but I'm saying he's voice. always got this. Like it's this rasp though. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. like so, like he's got that thing, and it works. Yep, I no. was, you know, it almost gave me a little more respect for his role in 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 uh, the Last Jedi. He plays that ridiculous throwaway role in the Last Jedi, and he oh, has yeah. like this weird tick and whatnot. I'm like, oh, he's kind of just doing that. The guy so in well. the cell, right? Yeah, the guy in the, the code breaker yeah. bullshit storyline. But um, it was nice to see. But I, I loved it because I just wanted to like. It's ballsy to make that choice. I'm going to make a character you can't understand. Do you want to know something about the lineup? Go ahead. The reason they kept laughing is because he kept farting. (laughs) All right. But, like, wouldn't admit that it was him. Mm -hmm. So, like, none of them, like, could keep a straight face. (laughs) Oh, and they're all saying the the note. Right. But, like, he kept, like, you know, like, stinking the place up. like, And and, and they were laughing. Like, that's why they were laughing a lot. And, like, because it was supposed to be done straight. Mm -hmm. And then he just kept it, like, you know, with all the uh, goofy um, looks that everybody was saying. Right. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So, Jay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll put you on point here. So you're not into the, and it's fine. You're not into the the noir bit. There was a lot of conversation, a lot of dialogue, not a lot of action. But I mean, I wasn't or- interested in what they were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wasn't, I, I hate to make it sound like, oh, you know, there's no pictures in this book. But No, no. <laughs> that's what it feels like. But, but like, Jay, you know, as I'm saying it, I feel, I feel yeah. like a dope because it feels no. like, like, oh, I don't like words. Um, yeah. But, but let me tell you something. I also read the, um, I was very interested in the show of uh, Game of Thrones, but yeah. I found the book to be so wordy that I was like, this sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. It was like, to a point, I was like, come on, guys, get to the point. You know I mean, the, yeah. the, rock, the rock that you need to get to is three feet away, and I'm still, <laughs> like, you know, like, you're, we're talking you're, about you're, it. You're describing every every step, like, yeah. you know, like, you know, with, uh, you know, a page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, well, and, and, and that's fine. And, Jay, I'm always one to say this movie's too goddamn long. 
right? Like cut that scene down. Like I'm, I'm classic for you're taking too long with this. Cut it down. So I always say that in these movies, like whenever we review something that's close to two hours or over and I'm the first one to go, man, that seems too long. Like, I don't need to see that much. Like, come on. Right. So that that's fine. So the, the, putting that aside for now, yeah. how do you feel about the characters themselves, the five usual suspects as a group? Because they all had like their own personalities. And that to me was intriguing. Like, were you into the characters as they Somewhat. kind of interacted with each other. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? It wasn't um, like over the top. Like, I don't know. Like I wasn't um, later on in the, in the thing. Um, yeah. When they plan that, th- that little uh, killing where they, they get into the elevator. Um, yes. With, with Kobayashi. That wasn't as interesting as it could have been. I thought. Okay. I thought it was interesting in terms of going after this guy. Who's the lawyer of this John Wick esque spook-like figure called Kaiser Zose mm. that you know if if Kaiser Zose exists and you're gonna off his number two man just because No, no, it just he, it just I don't know. I, maybe it was the delivery on how it was done. Or or I don't know. It, it was okay. okay. It, it was I, I wasn't like edge of my seat. You know, and I guess sure. I, and and you know, they say, Oh look look we've got you you know, like, you know, we have your girl like in, yeah. in the office over here. Mm-hmm. And obviously, and, like you know, no matter what they could have done, even if they blew the guy's head off, mm-hmm. they didn't realize that one of their own was the Kaiser Sose guy. But wait a minute, what? No, um, was I not supposed to say that yet? No, 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 no that's fine. Kevin I said Spacey's it was Kevin Kaiser Spacey Sose. about like yeah, Kevin Spacey's Kaiser Sose. Um, to me, the the again, what we're doing in the movie and why there is so much dialogue is because they have to set up. This intricate, basically double agent con scam, so that Kevin Spacey, who is verbal, who is Kaiser, eventually Kaiser Sose, can get away with whatever he's been playing. He's been he's the emperor. He's been playing both sides of the coin the entire time, and so that he can get away scot free forever, which is kind of what he's going for, right? Did he actually? And this movie is bizarre because again, there's so much dialogue and there's so much setup. And this setup for about flashback, this setup for other stuff, like there's so much flashbacking and flash forwarding that we can't tell even after the truth is revealed about what's going on. I still don't know what the truth was. Like what part of, because we the entire story is, is told through the lens of verbal, who is Kaiser Sose and who is giving all of these details, which are in, in fact all lies, is the entire movie lies or is it not is he kaiser sose the person that who's from hungary who offed his own family rather than giving well, up his part fortune of that could be legend you know like that, I, that part could be legend i know but we don't know no no like, is, what he I that meant co- is that part could be legend sure. and and you know he still is that psycho like you know that oh yeah well, i don't know that he's psycho i think he's a sociopath well i, I don't think he necessarily wants to just murder people for whatever I think he's just trying to get away with it no, as much I, as possible. No, but maybe my misusing of the word versus... No, 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 that's fine. Because I just you, meant you he's could... obviously an evil man. Like, you know, that's all oh, I meant to yeah. say. Well, evil, again, he's... What evil? I liked... Well, what you say, like, like is, that, is that a question? That yeah, no, evil? he's evil. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's, he offed, like, a zillion a, people, in, including the people that were helping him. I uh, guess, yeah. And then he, he hung back like the innocent baby, you know, and then... Uh, 
Yeah, I know. Remember? Like um, he was hiding or pretending to hide and then killed yeah. everybody. You know, um, well, the um, again, what I, what I like about that is it's almost like it's John Wick-esque. You know what I mean? The legend is larger than the person, or is it? Like, wait, that's what we don't know about. Like, when we first meet John Wick and we hear about the legends of Wick, we don't know it. And then once we watch the movies, we're like, oh, wait, all that shit's true. And that's kind of what you're wondering about Kevin Spacey. Like, how does he have the power and the wherewithal because he's again he's the emperor he's been he's been working this angle for so long that he knows exactly how people are going to react there's one thing i want to bring up so we have pete postlewaith who plays kobayashi now we get the idea that now and to me now again i knew the movie i knew the last scene of the movie where the where the crippled leg goes into normal and he just gets in the jaguar and drives away that must have uh, been fun I, having your leg like twisted sideways the entire movie like as you're walking around Right, right. Um, you know, and um, the, uh, hold on. Oh, yeah. So, so I already know all that. What I did not know, which I thought was intriguing, was the scam that Verbal, Kaiser Sose, is undergoing when he's in the interrogation room with Chaz Palminteri, and he's making up everything yeah. based on the board behind him. I did not know that. That was a bigger surprise to me than... Kevin Spacey is Kaiser Sosa. I already knew that, right? So I didn't know. In me watching this movie, I already know the surprise. So I'm trying to watch it going, how how are they piecing this together that he's really been overseeing the entire thing? And you realize that the story that's being told is probably mostly false and that that's what he's telling Charles Voluntary so he can get to the setup so he can leave. Anyway, bottom line, his lawyer's name, Kaiser Sose's lawyer's name is Kobayashi, which is a name that he got off the back of a, the bottom of a coffee mug that Charles Palantaria was always sipping, right? So he kind of was freestyling this name, Kobayashi, to fit into the lie. Mm-hmm. We meet Kobayashi. It's Pete Postlewaith, who's kind of in shoe leather brown, pseudo brown face. He's white, but they made him very tan. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the deal is with that. And when he, he has a British accent, but he keeps talking about his connections in Pakistan when he meets the usual suspects. And then he's got a Japanese name. Hmm. And for the movie, I'm like, what? How? Well, maybe. Uh, is he in brownface? Are they trying to sell me that he's Japanese, but Pakistani? But what? And well, I didn't know. Well, obviously, you find out the Kobayashi name is bullshit. It's not even his name. I know that, but I no, didn't so know like, that. We're, we can't even like, like take it down the Japanese road we, mm-hmm. because the real person exists. He picks him up in the car at the end. Right. So that person exists. We just don't know his name. Right. That's not his name. Right. So the lie is he's... Co- so someone's been... So so if, if, if Pete Postlewaith I don't. We're gonna call him Kobayashi, but that's not his name. He meets with the usual suspects, and he's the one that's captured the, the scene you just talked about when they get in the elevator and they, because he threatens, you know, you're going to, you're all gonna do this job for Kaiser Sose because you all inadvertently stole from him. He's gonna kill you anyway, so you're gonna do this job for him, and then everything is clear. And they decide we're not gonna do that. We're gonna we're gonna kidnap him, and then everything goes south. But at that time, did Pete Postlewaite? Talk to, oops, sorry, talk to the usual suspects as Kobayashi couldn't have because Kobayashi doesn't exist and didn't exist until Verbal was talking about it in the office. And that's what I mean by 
what part of this story is the truth and what part of the story is a complete lie? We'll never know, though. That's what I mean. And that's unsettling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And that's why I can see why you would either dig it or not dig it. You either want an answer. So that's where I went at the end of the movie. I'm like, wait a minute. And and after it's it ended, I'm watching it going, wait, how much of that was true? Mm. The only thing we know that's true is that is that Gabriel Byrne gets shot in the face. You know, the other three suspects all die in a boat fire. And Kaiser Sose walks away scot-free, posing as verbal the entire time mm. as being incompetent. So, I, yeah, I don't know. Well, nobody else um, lived. So, yeah. so the only um, part of the story that you're getting told is through his eyes anyway. So, like, you don't right. know if they know his name to be anything else. Right. You know, and because, did uh, he actually have immunity or not? He kept saying he had immunity. He I must don't even have remember for, for what. something else. Yeah, it was something yeah. else. Yeah. It's, that's what I oh, mean. Listen, like, I'm sure like, these diehards would be listening going, you know, what do you mean you don't know? It was like the thing, like, you know, like the, that court well, case from the other day. It was like very, it. yeah, I know. It was very hard to, I don't want to say it was very hard to follow. Like, that's a bad thing. I don't like, I don't mind when movies are hard to follow. But it was very hard to remember, maybe because I'm older, but it's like, it was very hard to remember, like, wait, where? how did I get here again? And so that's probably where people are screaming at us because people adore this movie. Like, I heard about this movie because movie heads are into this movie, and I'm into it too. But they've probably seen it a bunch of times. And even on the Wikipedia page, it says you pick up things that you didn't notice the first time. You know, it's like watching The Sixth Sense. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't know Bruce Willis is a ghost through the whole movie, and then once it's revealed he's the ghost, then you watch the movie again and you go, oh my God, no one talks to Bruce Willis. Mm. Bruce Willis doesn't touch anything in the movie. The only person who talks to him is is Haley Joel Osment. And you go, oh, that's what's going on. Or any of those ridiculous M. Night Shyamalan movies have a twist ending, right? It's like, oh, that's what was going on, though. Oh, oh, that's well, he, And he also of- gave you a couple of clues. Like, you look, the door was locked, and the uh, you know thing happened. Uh, in the sixth sense, he gave, he, no, he gave you a oh, couple yeah, yeah, of clues. Yeah. Um, couple of, like you know, at the end, like clips, like check it out. You know, the door, the cellar so, door was always locked right. because you know the, the wife was locking it. So, so Jay, so Jay, but, so did you? Now you, now wait, I got a question. Yeah. So you said, you said, hmm. neither of us had seen this movie, and I knew the ending. I knew the whole, like I know the whole deal. I didn't know how it was going to be set up, but I knew the deal. Did you know the twist? Wait, what do you mean? That Kevin Spacey is Kaiser Sose. The verbal Kaiser Sose. I said, said, um, well, listen, when the guy, they show a, they show a body, uh, like standing there, not a, like not a complete person. Like you're not seeing the head at the beginning, not a dead body, but I mean like a person who's peeing Mm -hmm. on the fire, like, you know, like that stops the gas trail, you know, from lighting the place. Which is badass. Right. And then you see him go, you see the person walk up to, um, Keaton and hold mm-hmm. a gun, but you're still not seeing his face, and you hear a voice, but it's not like you you can place the voice. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's whispers, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but you can also see it on his face that, uh, okay, mm-hmm. here we go. You know what I mean? Like, it, he did have a look on on, mm-hmm. on Keaton's face that this is not a stranger. Mm-hmm. All right? Okay. So, to me, that, that's, that says, okay, he knows this person. 
Okay. So throughout the movie, when things were, you know, you start to learn about this Kaiser guy, and 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 it was just the acting, I think, too, in the way that what's what's his name? Uh, verbal. Verbal. So verbal, verbal. Every time he's he's acting, he's almost overacting. And I'm saying that mm-hmm. like on purpose. So, like I'm not talking about Kevin Spacey overacting. I'm saying that Verbal is overacting while he's talking. You, know, you don't shoot the devil in the back. Yeah. You know, like yeah. he's doing all this this weird stuff. Like it almost looked like I'm trying overly to prove to you. You know, like it, mm-hmm. it sounds like he's full of shit. Yeah. So I was like, oh, he's he's a fucking guy. Like, you know, like <laughs> I, I was saying that like, like I said, halfway through the whenever I I don't know when it happened, but like mm-hmm. it was way early. And then, yep. at, then more and more stuff at it started to make like my point. Like mm-hmm. he he's like you know afraid, and he's like, "Stay, I want you to go and talk to my wife or my girlfriend mm-hmm. and tell her everything." You know, like I was like, "Sure." Now he's not gonna be you know like he's gonna be while everybody's running around getting killed, he's gonna be the one that's uh, you're sending the bad guy. <laughs> like, yeah, I, right, I just, right. I don't know. It just everything kept saying no, it's him. And then he then this thing is. is he's making it sound like he's watching it i go no it's because he's relaying the story so mm-hmm. he's saying that he he watched it but he's the one that killed and then sure enough All at right. the end i was like there it is um no it just every once in a while things will just jump jump at me the right. th- little little things will start to jump it's weird so i was i was yeah of course i can't like you know other than the fact that i i, I don't make up a lot of stories you know what i mean right, like right. you don't seem to make yeah, it yeah, yeah. up around no, here I, I, so like no, it's that's like, cool you know i just have nobody else that can back me i guess i, I could say I, I thought of it early no that i'm not i'm not doubting you what i'm yeah. saying no here i just is that, I, I think about that it's like well i'm alone who the fuck can believe me i don't know but yeah um, no that's i have no reason not no it's not because of that what i'm saying is that i knew it going in hmm. so i what i was trying to do is I guess I don't think it was ruined for me, but some of that suspense was gone. I was looking at the movie through the lens of how is he going to try to convince? I know the secret. So in 1995, how were they trying to convince the audience that this guy is not Kaiser Sose? Hmm. The trouble is in that first scene when he whispers something to Keaton, I can. it's Kevin Spacey's voice whispering. Like I can hear it. Oh. It's Kevin Spacey because I know it's Kevin Spacey. Right. So they so didn't get an a, actor whisper. I, absolutely. So I'm like, all right. So I know it's that. So then I'm going, all right. So if I were, if I were a person that had never seen this movie, and we keep going back to Kevin Spacey, we're not going back to Keaton. We don't go back to uh, to uh, any of the other characters. It's always through the eyes of Spacey, and Spacey is the one that's getting, or Verbal is the one that's getting grilled for all the information. Why, in 1995, why would I not think that's the thing? Like, it's too obvious that they keep going back to this guy. Now, what the movie does is it sets it up so well, or does Kaiser Sose set it up, so that when Chaz Palminteri gets enough information to finger Keaton, and that's the big... So then they have that big end of the, like, a Scooby-Doo moment where they they piece together and Keaton was here at this moment and Keaton was here at this moment and this was Keaton's motivation and this was his alibi and this is whatever and everything points to Keaton and Keaton's dead and as an audience member in 95 who didn't know the twist would I now if I were sitting there I go it's probably Kevin Spacey because it's just too obvious they're trying to make it not Kevin Spacey but then at the end of the movie when they finger all of, all of it on Keaton. I'm like, oh, 
Maybe the whole time it wasn't Spacey, it actually was Keaton, and the movie sets it up so that it all points to Keaton like the end of a Columbo episode, where they kind of like, you know, give all the flashbacks, and then we find out that all of it's a lie, and it was him all the time. Hmm. And I'm wondering what how I would respond, like what I would think at that time. Would I be fooled in thinking the entire movie that Kevin Spacey was not this mythical figure? And I don't know. That's the thing I feel like I got robbed on. Like, I wish I had I not known, but that's impossible because it's been 20, what, 27 years? Yeah, oh this movie has always been off of my radar other than people telling me about it. Like, like saying yeah. that they loved it. But I've never well, seen. I don't think I've. I don't think I've ever seen the trailer. No, well, I've. I've seen. I haven't seen the trailer. I just know. I swear to God, like I see so many film documentaries, I hunt them down, and I've seen that last scene with the leg going straight. Hmm. Or I've heard people talking about the leg going straight, so I know that that was the deal, right? And again, twenty-seven years. You can't. You know, you can't do spoilers. Can't hide spoilers to twenty-seven years. But I just that's that's what I wonder. You know, that's what I wonder about the movie. And um, and like I said, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's clever because I know how it's being constructed because I knew the twist ending. It seems mm-hmm. like the whole movie is being kind of geared toward that twist ending, which is why there's so much goddamn dialogue and why they have to keep talking about stuff in details to see what's going on. However, having said that, I will I will say that all the all of the characters are very well developed. You got to admit that. Yeah, like no, everybody that's fine. you No, no, cuz sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're just window dressing. Like the fact that Stephen Baldwin wants to bury his friend in the sand because like he it, it, to me it's almost like well, those two guys have this honor among thieves between the both of them, right? They helped each other out, they had each other's backs. They never never let each other down. When one of them dies, you don't you don't leave them out in the sand, you bury them. And Keaton. By the way, uh, yeah. Keep in mind, it's my first watch. Yep. Why was he, why was he even killed? Like like you know, he would. They were all confronted with by Kobayashi. Yeah. Say, and they all had. They were given folders where they had all the information. Yeah. So showing the the showing the power of Kaiser Sose to know where they've been. Hmm. I mean, Keaton had pictures of him and his girlfriend. You know, and um, so. So to him, he said, look, I'm not going to deal with any of this. And he took whatever money they had. They took his, he took his cut and he ran away. And then Kobayashi said, yeah, we found him. And he, they found him on a beach with two bullets in his head. Uh-huh. Basically, you can never get away. But oh, he said he was going to run. He said he was going to run. Okay. He probably told Verbal. And then Ver- he told him well, where he was going to go. It happened so fast. Like he was dead yeah. already. I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, so, but, but anyway, but in that scene, it's very telling because they have he's he's a scumbag but he's got he knows it's honor among thieves right they, everybody yeah. has to have each other's back keaton actually loves that woman no doubt about it <laughs> so he's got a heart in there and he was a crooked cop and i don't know how much he wanted to be a criminal again but he felt that was what he had to do the real jack at kaiser sose is a genius he's a criminal genius so you really can't say like almost have again you almost go, wow, he's like really good at what he does. I'm not, by the way, I'm not saying crime is okay. I'm just saying like in terms of a character, he can get away with that much stuff. You got to give him some credit for that. The only real piece of crap is, is, um, is what's his face? Kevin Pollack. He does, and it says at the beginning, he doesn't give a shit about anything and he doesn't. 
So you almost have the least amount of respect for the guy that's the most funny. Because he doesn't doesn't care about anything. He doesn't. Everybody else does. He just wants to get his money and go home. Like he's got no stake in it in other than he's he's in it for himself. And it was interesting to see that the, the character you wanted to see more of was like the worst guy. Hmm. He was really the worst guy, in my opinion. Nextly, where'd they all get automatic weapons? You know, they uh, go in the boat. And why is suddenly Stephen Baldwin a sniper? What? He's a sniper? Last I saw him, it was like, you know, he was... Well, he but was, hold on, though. I mean, he, don't forget, he was able to use a pistol, uh, two pistols, to shoot guys that were struggling holding mm-hmm. his friends. Or, or you know what? Maybe that's part of the lie because that's all coming from Verbal's mouth. Yeah, no, that's a, yeah. That's maybe he wasn't really a sniper. You know, you I know mean, what maybe I mean? we're all see. You know, we're all we're figuring it out. Um, no, what I mean is like you know, obviously. Listen, I'm not saying that there's nothing for discussion mm-hmm. and debate. Yeah, I just and so like I'll t- I, if there's people pissed right now listening. Oh, whatever. Like, no, no, at me like for not like again, whatever. Yeah, no, I, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, I yeah. just meant like if you are, I apologize, but not really. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, don't no, but, apologize. No, I, no, no, I'm just. We'll, I'm, we will never apologize for no. Blade Runner. It sucks. <laughs> well, well, that's mean. <laughs> ever, ever. No, it's not mean. It sucks. <laughs> Anyways, All right. my, my ultimate point. I know, no, but I can, we can recognize shit yeah. for being what it is. Like, you, you know, you recognize that Blade Runner is. is you know, got its things, you know, that, that are good about it. Um, mm-hmm. So let's not go down the road. But but what I'm saying is this, okay, no, there's a lot of depth. I get yeah. that. I just wasn't mm-hmm. into it. I just was it's bored fine. a lot. Like, okay. I just like, hurry the fuck up and get to something. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and like, see, there's a lot of chit chat in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. In, or a lot of Tarantino movies. A lot, yes. Right? Like a lot of chit chat before anything might happen. But it's so, it's like rapid fire. Yeah. Um, to where I'm, I'm intrigued by like whatever the hell he's talking about. He's just mm-hmm. rattling shit off. Sure, like they're having a debate about foot massages in the hallway, yeah. but I'm mm-hmm. laughing. You know what I mean? Like just like you know, I'm talking mm-hmm. about foot massages. I'm a foot yeah. fucking master. Fucking master. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like, and then the other thing, you know, that when they talk about, he goes, "Ain't ain't ain't the same ballpark. Ain't the same." You know, like when they start talking oh, yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say it, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I'm I'm just that's a lot of dialogue, mm-hmm. but I'm way more intrigued. Sure. This it was like a lot of dialogue, and it was just like slow burn and it's like sometimes See, i'm just i just I'm, i ain't feeling the slow burn man and, and, and <laughs> that's gotta... what i'm saying like when i that's why i feel like i i don't know how to respond i don't know how to respond i know exactly how to respond but what i'm saying is like i recognize that 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 part of that was slow i was going into it going i know the ending how is this dialogue piecing out how is it trying to fool me that kevin spacey isn't kaiser sose mm-hmm. right so that's my thing. I can't come at it from that angle. And I wish I could. That way I could be more, maybe more objective or, or say, you know, come at it. I, you know, I hate to say the word, but more organically. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I can take it, the dialogue as it is, as fresh, and then try to make see if I did enjoy it or not. Because I was more looking at it as it a case study. Like, okay, how are they going to fool me? I want to know how they're going to try to fool um, me yeah. right now. See, like you're, you're. It's unfortunate that you didn't um, get the treatment that I got in the sense yeah. 
of how I was oblivious to this film other than its name and its poster mm-hmm. and right. everybody raving about it. Right. And also, it came out the same time as about Pulp Fiction. So a year those... after. And I tell you, yeah. when, so, so uh, 94, I looked it up. Uh, okay. It was Pulp Fiction. And it would seem that Zed was on a path to movie stardom because he's in this movie too. Zed? Yeah. Unless I have the character wrong, the actor wrong, but he isn't he the guy that they met in L.A. like tricked them into going and get uh, cocaine? Yeah, the blonde guy. Yeah, Redfoot. Yeah, isn't he the he, isn't he Zed? Zed. Hold on a minute. I'm, I'm on IMDb right now. Peter Green. Do I have the wrong wrong guy? Looks like him. I don't know. I don't know. Hold on. Yeah, he was uh, Redfoot. Yeah. So what was Peter he, Green? Wh- was who the hell is Zed? Zed, you know, Zed's dead. Zed's the guy on the motorcycle. The guy who rapes Vince, uh, uh, Ving Rames. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah, I don't, oh, God, I don't recall that. Okay, okay, so okay, he's the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The my bad. fake yep, cop right. that shows up on the, the chopper. Yep. And rapes uh, Ving Rames' character, Marcellus Wallace. Yes. I don't in even the, mean to say the they rape of... Ving Rames, but he rapes yeah. Mario Rames. <laughs> no, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the basement of the pawn shop. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. I'm sorry. I, no, I had um, it's, it's, I had what's his name, the redhead there that oh the Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. I'm like that's not Eric Stoltz. No. Okay. Fine. Uh, fine. Fine. So that's the dude from yeah. So is not it funny? Like two movies in a mm-hmm. row, he plays this weird, like crazy dude that like you I know, I did say what I thought was guy. was curious that 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 the confrontation that Redfoot has with the usual suspects, particularly Stephen Baldwin, and they get into a thing. He's like you know f you man, and I'm going to shoot you, whatever. And he flicks a cigarette in his face. Hmm. It was supposed to get him in the chest. Oh. But it got him right in the eye. So and that, that reaction that you see is real. Wow. Because he was not supposed to get a lit cigarette in the eye. <laughs> it goes, ah! Yeah, that was, uh, that's something. Acting must suck. Hmm. Like, it's real. Like, you got to sit there. Like, that's what we forget about acting sometimes. Like, they got to sit there. And they got to take this freaking abuse. You know what I mean? I, I, was, I heard something about the abyss. Which oh. apparently you can't rent anymore. Like it's not available anywhere. Are you aware of that? But but Mary, Mary Elizabeth Masters Tonio when she's drowned, and Ed Harris is banging on her chest and slapping her. He's actually banging on her chest and slapping her full on. Mm. Like that's what. And she's at one point she's like, "We're not animals," and gets up and leaves. Like well, these you know people what? have to endure Ed this Harris shit. Says I've yeah. I've spoken enough about the abyss in my life. I'm never going to do it again. Like and yeah, I'm well, paraphrasing, he, nobody yeah. wants to talk about that movie. Like that that <laughs> no, like that were that was on the movie. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to talk about it. Like like yeah, that, it's, it's, So James Cameron. <laughs> yep. He's horrible. Uh like you know he's what a I mean? Person. Yeah, there's he's not like, you know, a, a actor friendly guy. Um, no. He makes some it's, phenomenal fucking movies. Yeah, boy. Wow. Like, I don't know if it's worth it, like, you know, with the people. No. Like, I feel so bad. Like, when Ed Harris refuses to tell you anything about The Abyss, like, how yeah. everyone hates the process of how, what it took to make that. Mm-hmm. That sucks to hear it. Yeah. It was so good. And by the it way, was good. you know yeah. what's better is the extended version. Yeah, I know. I had it at one point. Yeah, I have it's, it. It's, yeah, it's good, but you can't rent it. You can't stream um, it. Well, like a year ago, it was on HBO Max. So, like, I it know was, it, it comes around. It's not like dead and gone. I don't, it's probably one of those things that just come, right. you know. It's like uh, anyway, so, payback. 
Yeah. A couple weeks. But ago. no, but that's my point. Like, like these actors, they have to like, okay, this guy's gonna punch you, so just get ready, and you have to make like it's not gonna happen. Like that's kind of nutty. But mm. so I get to pay the big bucks, I guess. I don't know. So all right, ready we've talked the... about the usual suspects. I think. Mm-hmm. Final I think judgment. it's time. Let's do it. It's time now for final judgment. Are you ready to rubber stamp this bitch? Here's the final judgment. All right, now it's time at the end of the show to put into perpetuity in the cosmos if this movie stands the test of time. That's the whole point of this podcast. I will start, Jason, if you don't mind. Um, I will say that this movie has the middle 90s written all over it. I think there was a vibe of this, uh, that people liked this kind of movie back in the day. Um, I don't think you could release this movie now. Uh, I don't know how many people would see it. I don't know they're going to write this movie now. I don't think there's a lot of noirs out there. However, I would say it stands up. I think uh, even though, um, as we've discussed, the, uh, the dialogue does drag a tad and uh, it's not a lot of action necessarily. I think the characters are fully fleshed out. I think the the I think it does a good job in trying to distract you, um, and trying to get you off the path of what the story is actually doing, and um, I just don't think it's necessarily for everybody. Um, you know, uh, you have to be ready to, ready for a film noir, basically. So, uh, but having said that, I think it's got I, I not it's not a matter of it being good; it's a matter of it holding up. I would say it holds up. I would say it's it's just good writing is good writing. And I would say it holds up. Jason. Hmm. Where's the Jeopardy theme? <laughs> na, 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 Final na, Jeopardy. Na, na. Final yeah, Jeopardy. Yeah, all right. Um, no, it's just like, you know, like part of me wants to say yes for the fact that, like, I know everybody, this is like a, a slew of people out there. So would you call this a cult classic? No, I don't think so. No, it's it's mainstream. Pretty mainstream. Big mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Pulp Fiction's not a cult classic. It's not a cult no, no, movie. It did well. Indie. Yeah, it was indie, right? So they're both yeah, indie movies. Indie. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Um, well, it's got its fan base, so I would say for the right people, it does. Um, I would say um, I don't know if you could take a shitload of millennials, mm. sit them down, and say, "Here you go. Mm-hmm. Like, just tell us what you think when it's over. We're not telling you anything about yeah. it." You know, I, I don't know if they, um, you know, feel very excited about this or, you know, like, whoa, I'm, I'm that gonna, awesome. I'm going to say <laughs> yeah. a hot take and I'm going to say that millennials that watch this movie and like it were introduced to it by their fathers who saw it in 1995. Well, no, 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 no. But I yeah. meant you couldn't, I don't know if you could get them to sit like alone. Sure. To watch this movie without like somebody holding their hand and saying, "Yeah, but yeah, it's okay." Maybe I needed that. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> maybe I ne- maybe I needed the right person yeah. with me that was you know walking. Like I said, I probably I said that's probably the same thing about uh, uh, Blade <laughs> Runner. You know what I mean? Like maybe if somebody had you know sat with me, but check yeah. it out. And how about this? I don't want to rewatch mm-hmm. it though. Um, but I meant had I initially sat down with with a yeah. fan. You know, Mike Schuer, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but Mike, uh, he's probably yelling at the screen mm-hmm. right now uh, about 
me not liking this that much. I, no, it, but listen, I can respect it. I can realize that. Um, so, like, I'm gonna. I hate to be the middle down the middle, like you know of. But I think I think for some it would not absolutely no chance on earth they would, they would like. I think they'd be bored stiff. Okay. Uh, from, like I said, I don't think you could take a bunch of younger people and watch mm-hmm. it. Um, just based on today's standards of movie mm-hmm. telling and storytelling, so. You know, I would say it holds up for the right people. Sure, and 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 I would also say that um, you know, there's no instances like there's nothing anachronistic. There's nothing like very because a bunch of adults. There's nothing like you know, super '90s ish. Like no one's walking around in grunge. You know what I mean? Like no one's like listening to Third Eye no. Blind or. You know anything like that? So there's nothing no, like no, that in not, this. So in that sense, it holds. I mean, the cars look like. Yeah, I don't, I don't even care anymore. about the cars, but like that whole aesthetic. You can you can smell a '90s film a mile away. Like Clueless is a '90s film. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of other movies are '80s films, and you can smell it. But it's like a billboard of. Yeah, 90s you can smell it coming a mile purpose, away. But yeah. this one doesn't matter. Um, so so Jay says, kind of yes, no. I say it does. Um, for the for the fact, and uh, I would I would I would recommend it. I think if you're a movie head, I think you kind of need to see it and draw your own conclusions if you haven't seen it already. Um, it took mm-hmm. me 30 years, but I finally got to see it. So, uh, I liked it. Hey, I forced it on you. See, yeah, it was well, my that's fault. why I like this show, man. It, like, kind of makes you watch this stuff. Right. Now, the thing is, next week we're watching Blade Runner 2049. Are you aware of that? No, mm-hmm. I'm kidding. All yeah. right. <laughs> Um, ah, next week, Josh Dolan on Saturday, uh, the 16th, we are doing Wayne's World. Okay. All right. Wow. That's good. The 90s. So, See, that that's reeks, one of his, by the that way, reeks of the 90s. He had, yeah. Right. But he has an unhealthy obsession with that okay, as well. Okay. Good. Great. So oh, wait. Is this the, is this the, the Santa, Santa Claus, Claus guy? guy? Yeah. Oh, my God. What's the thing we can't say? Right. Treat. Treat. <laughs> Uh oh, he just said it. (laughs) Hopefully, he's not listening. (laughs) All right, well, uh, that was our show. Uh, That was Usual Suspects again. Uh, You can email us if you want to yell at us or not yell at us or think we're great or think we're terrible or whatever. That will be fine at filmcrickets99 at gmail.com. No, no, no. What? Filmcrickets8099. What did I say? 99? Yeah, just filmcrickets99. No, just a lot of people are like some poor bastard. Filmcrickets99. I just. I just put the email out. You motherfucker. (laughs) Well, fuck that guy for having a a name Film Crickets. Um, So filmcrickets8099 at gmail.com. Go ahead and uh, email us. Also, please rate and review on wherever you get your podcast. And we can get the word out about our show. It seems like it's getting some legs, which is nice. And more legs would be better. So why be a centipede when you could be a millipede? That is my philosophy that I just made up right now. Uh, And well... I also would like to say, let me never be part of a human centipede. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> wow. By the way, a movie I have zero interest in. Yeah, I don't know. I'm never going to watch that. I, I already yeah, know the deal. So. Yeah, all right, guys. Done. Well, thank you very much. And we'll see you all next time. Thanks. Film cricket, about movies.